Hi friends, it's Wanda Pierce, host of Philanthropy Matters. On today's show, we reach back into the vault to share my interview with former county board chair, Christian Dorsey, who just completed his last term on December 31st. His views from our conversation several years ago on the role of the county government, citizens, nonprofits, and corporations in our community, philanthropy, are just as relevant today. Now, on to the show. Good afternoon, and welcome to Philanthropy Matters on WERALP Arlington, 96.7 FM. I am your host, Wanda Pierce, and I am here with our guest for today, Arlington County Board Chair, Mr. Christian Dorsey. Welcome. Oh, hey, Wanda. How are you today? I'm doing great. I am so glad to have you on the show. And before I uh, formally introduce uh, Mr. Dorsey, I'm going to take a few minutes to tell you what the show is all about. It's called Philanthropy Matters because that's what I believe. And professionally, I've spent the bulk of my 29-year career working in the philanthropic sector. I've had the privilege of leading several nonprofit organizations as well as sitting on the boards of nonprofits. So what is philanthropy? Well, Webster's defines philanthropy as goodwill to fellow members of the human race. It's especially active efforts to promote human welfare. It's an act or a gift done or made for humanitarian purposes. Philanthropy literally means love of mankind. It's people donating millions. It's kids collecting canned goods. It's volunteering your time. It's donating your skills. But I believe the most important aspect of philanthropy is that it's a two-way street. Those who give actually receive. Over the course of this program about philanthropy, we've had several guests representing all aspects of philanthropy around our community. Social services, safety net providers, education, criminal justice, social justice, racial equity, affordable housing, homelessness, youth development, the arts, the environment, aging, and healthcare. And philanthropy involves individuals and families companies, and government, all making efforts for the greater good. I am so pleased to introduce Christian Dorsey to our audience, although most of our audience, I'm sure, knows that he is the Arlington County Board Chair. He has uh, lived in Arlington with his family for over 25 years. That's right. And uh, he has made quite a difference in our community. And when I looked at what Mr. Dorsey brings to Arlington in terms of philanthropy, it's on so many levels. It's his personal uh, endeavors, where he volunteers his time. It's uh, his professional endeavors, working in the field of nonprofits, as well as what he does to lead our county government and in the direction of how best to help community members. All of that is philanthropy. So his bio is and it's lengthy. We could just go, we could spend the whole show talking about his bio because it is so impressive. But I want to highlight a few things. He was elected to the Arlington County Board in 2015 and is currently serving as the chair. He's on the uh, uh, board of directors for the Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments. And prior to joining the board, uh, Christian was a senior leader at the Economic Policy Institute. It's a think tank that promotes economic policies that foster broad shared prosperity. Oh, shared prosperity. That's a word that we're using nowadays in, our, in Arlington. Very nice. Yes, indeed. And so I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit about that as well. 
And then um, professionally, he's ser- he has served as executive director of several nonprofit organizations and uh, has also been involved as a volunteer in many nonprofit organizations. Uh, there's a long list of nonprofits that he's been involved with either as a member, founding member, passport member. And uh, I know I've been at several nonprofit events where he has served as master of ceremonies as well as uh, a very successful auctioneer. (laughs) And when you hear his voice, you'll know why. So at this time, I am just so thrilled to begin our interview with the Honorable Christian Dorsey. Thank you, Wanda. What? You've been way too generous in, in talking about my bio and background, but I do appreciate it, and I appreciate the chance to be with you today. I, absolutely. Uh, and we're, Let's talk a little bit about philanthropy and uh, your own personal definition. I, I gave out what Webster said was mm-hmm. philanthropy, but what, what's philanthropy to you? You know, for me, it's, uh, it, it's simply whenever uh, someone from uh, the private sector devotes their time, their treasure, any goods that they may have or services and skills that they have, and they offer them for the broad public good. It's, it's as simple as that. It's an expansive definition, but it really gets to the core of what philanthropy is for me. It is when you do something uh, for others, not by pooling together other people's resources, but by giving of yourself in whatever way or manner you can and it's for a benefit that will never accrue to you directly it'll it'll Absolutely. it'll primarily benefit someone else but as you mentioned at the outset the value and the benefit of philanthropy is that it it brings you a a a, a karmic payment a payment of of recognizing that uh, you have the ability to uplift and enhance uh, someone else's life at a fundamental level and and when we're able to tap into that, that's when magic things can happen in the community. Absolutely. I love that definition, and I agree with it. So just in terms of personally, can you just describe a little bit about um, your background in terms of how, you, maybe your earliest memory of philanthropy or from mm. your, your, your background and your family? Well, you know, I, I grew up in a, a, a working-class family in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and there wasn't a, a whole lot to give in the traditional sense, but that never stopped my parents, my grandparents from figuring out uh, how to support other people who were, were not even in a, a, a position of being as fortunate as we were. Mm-hmm. And that usually came in the form of, uh, you know, donating goods, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cooking for people who were sick and infirmed mm-hmm. and providing them with um, companionship and, and, and supporting the shut-in. Uh, realizing that everybody always uh, has something that they can give to someone else that will be uh, truly important in in helping manage them through a difficult time or uh, you know giving them the capacity to, to realize their their full potential and that's something that was just always a part of my life that's I don't have a specific early memory just mm-hmm. knowing that that was very much yep. a part of my absolutely. upbringing and childhood so everybody everybody can be a philanthropist absolutely so, that's great and just how do you and, and your wife Rachel how do you pass that on to to your to your kids well, you know, we uh, they, they 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 have lots of experiences with this. Uh, you know, just as a matter of fact, this uh, last night and this morning, uh, Rachel and my youngest daughter Mila spent some time washing uh, some coats for a coat drive mm-hmm. uh, that's happening in Mila's school, and she proudly took uh, about a half dozen coats that she had since outgrown, and you know, because young children grow ex- ex- 
exponentially yep. fast. Exactly. Uh, all of these coats were gently used. They look they're going to look brand new to everyone who's going to get them. And while you know this is this is something uh, that is this is something that everyone can do. Um, you know, it's not any any great testament to us, but we wanted to make sure that she understood that she she had something. Uh, that was no longer useful for her, but that could provide great use for others. And we make take great care to let her know that this is not just about discarding things that you don't want or don't need anymore. They have to be in such a condition and in such a way Absolutely. that they are, are truly going to provide value for other people. So we went through the process of her and, and looking at a coat that had a, a rip in it. It wasn't a significant rip, and and we explained to her this is this is not going to be a part of what we give. We're mm-hmm. only going to give um, what will appear to be new to other people. And uh, she proudly took her her bag full of coats this morning to school, and I know All she right. feels good about it. Way to go! That's good. That's really that's a great story, and um, I I just think it's so important that we instill these things in our children early on because then they you know they grow up to do what you do. So. Um, in terms of your career, you made the choice to, to be in the nonprofit sector. Yes. And I know with someone of all the skills that you bring, I'm sure the options were endless for the career that you wanted to choose. Mm-hmm. So wh- why, why choose non- the nonprofit sector? It fed my soul. Uh, it's that simple. It's that simple. Uh, the ability to, to do things to support, uh, whether it be uh, homeless families, families at risk of homelessness, which I spent a fair amount of my career doing, connecting people in uh, the NAWC community to job training and health and wellness and, and other opportunities mm-hmm. to help them, uh, you know, advance their careers right. or take on new opportunities. That just, uh, you know, it gives me uh, a feeling inside that, you know, to me is uh, far more important than compensation. And then, you know, when you realize the systemic benefits mm-hmm. that you can have for people, it's 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 a great way to uh, to spend your life. So I've loved working in the nonprofit community all my career, the public service community as I'm doing now. And, um, you know, I wish more people viewed it as a calling. Absolutely. That's great. And so you mentioned now you're in public service. And now public service, I, I definitely see that as a, a major part of, of philanthropy. But there's so many other things that go on. <laughs> it gets a little rough and tumble. So uh, when did you decide to, or how did you decide that um, you wanted to take another step, and I guess you consider it a part of philanthropy, giving yeah. back, um, to go in to, to become a, a public sector and actually run for office? Well, you know, I, I actually make a distinction between uh, philanthropy and charity. Uh, you know, ch- they're both in the same spectrum, but, you know, charity is when you're able to provide whatever is needed to ensure that someone doesn't hit rock bottom or is able to subsist at a fundamental level. It's that emergency relief. It's mm-hmm. that it's that ability to provide care in the moment when someone um, is, is at a very low point. That's extremely important, mm-hmm. unfortunately, in our society. Philanthropy takes it to the next level where you're figuring out how you start to change systems so that um, you are able to uh, have folks not actually hit the bottom, that they're able to, whether it's developing uh, skills or, or connecting them with opportunities to advance their life, it's, it's really dealing with the systems that are broken in, in our community. And then wow. I view public service as sort of like the, the uh, next level to that, where you're looking broadly at not only systems, 
but how to how to manage policy that so that you can get at issues of, of equity and fairness and provide op- everyone with the opportunity for what they want most and that is to be the master uh, and controller of their own life and their right. own destiny and to get out of life what they put into it and that's why I'm happy to be involved in this this sphere of the universe of, of supporting people oh that's wonderful I love what you were talking about in terms of the difference between philanthropy and charity. I'm, I'm being educated myself today. So anyway, um, so when you look at the um, county government, and I know you have to be concerned about potholes, but then you also <laughs> have to be mm-hmm. concerned about what is our policy going to be in terms of um, things related to building permits, to mm-hmm. uh, affordable housing, all sorts of big, huge things and small things. And so... Philanthropy in Arlington County. What what are the major components of what of what we would consider philanthropy? I mean, there's. I'm not saying the fixing potholes and you know making sure we have the right laws and stuff. That those are all parts of running the county government. But let's look at philanthropy. Uh, well, we take a, a a pretty what I think is the right approach in Arlington. You know, when it comes to fixing a pothole. There is no organization who's going to be able to do that better than our own Department of Environmental Services. Uh, They've got the trained personnel. They've got the ability to have the equipment and the expertise to go ahead and fix potholes that no other organization can match. That is a prime governmental function. But you also have to have the humility to recognize that even though the government is uniquely skilled to do a lot of things in our community, we're not best skilled to do everything in our community. And where you have other organizations who exist, who are delivering services and opportunities to people in the philanthropic realm, government shouldn't try and uh, supplant those efforts. It should try to leverage those efforts. And if we can use the collective resources of all taxpayers to uh, support nonprofits in building housing, providing homeless services, uh, helping connect ex-offenders to be reintegrated into the the community. No matter what the issue is, if there are other organizations who are doing it well, it is government's responsibility, in my opinion, and uh, government is best served by helping them do it better. And that's the approach that we take in Arlington. Let's not try and recreate what is already working well elsewhere. Let's, Let's leverage resources to help them do it even better. Well said. And speaking of the, those those nonprofits that can do some of this better, uh, I've had a number of them on my show, uh, whether it was OAR, you mentioned, Offender Aid, uh, and um, I've had uh, homeless uh, services providers as well as affordable housing providers and um, basic needs providers like um, Arlington Thrive. And universally, what they said was, their most important partner was the county. Mm. So they see it as a, a partnership as well. That's and great. that um, the county lets them do what they do best. But in order for them to do certain things, they have to have the, the, uh, the support of the county. That's right. So it is a, a win-win situation. And I, I'm really pleased that next week we'll have Anita Friedman mm-hmm. um, on the show. And she is uh, the the chief or the, uh, the director the, the of director. the Department of Human Services. Exactly, yeah. which is the top position in, in terms of human services in Arlington. And um, I heard her speak earlier this year at the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of DHS, Department of Human Services. And 
it, it's just overwhelming the amount of stuff that they do. And I know she'll go into a lot of detail, um, but um, she'll talk about the five divisions, aging and disability services, child and family services, public health, behavioral health, economic independence. So I'm, I'd like your thoughts in terms of um, Arlington County's um, Department of Human Services mm -hmm. and what, what's provided. And I know they're a large part of the... Um, the tax money that's raised. That's right. That's right. Yes, which is good. You're in Arlington. Necessarily. I mean, you know, people who would uh, describe Arlington may, uh, you know, may cite the incredible number of people in our communities who have bachelor's degrees and, and graduate degrees and the, the high median income in the county. These things are all true. But our Department of Human Services uh, reaches 50,000 people, ser serves 50,000 people on an annual basis. That's more than, um, you know, 20% of our population that receives services from DHS. And uh, it's important for us to never uh, underestimate the degree at which, you know, overall statistics and averages can tend to mask the number of people who need supports, whether it's directly through the government or as the government leverages support through nonprofits. And our Department of Human Services is essential in doing that work. And again, over 20% of our population served by DHS. So this is not uh, something that's only serving a relative few. It's a significant number of people in our community. And as you mentioned, the division, it is people that we uh, see in all walks of our life. If they're not us ourselves, it is our uh, aging parents or uh, other elders that we respect in our community. It's children who are uh, either undernourished or who need the supportive environment of a uh, caring foster cam family or protective family. It's people who need access to job training and skills development, people who need to connect to transportation and childcare. It's all through the fabric of our, our community, but it's all driving towards one fundamental goal. Mm -hmm. Let's give people the opportunity to thrive. And, and when you think about the sort of mission and focus of government, uh, I can't say it any better than that. We want to give people the opportunity to thrive. We can't guarantee the results for everyone, but we should at least always strive that everyone feels like and, and actually can demonstrate that they have that opportunity. That's terrific. And I know that um, your neighboring jurisdictions, they're all making their best efforts too, but I, I think that there are a lot of people that, um, a lot of people that know about what Arlington has to offer you know, do come here. Do come here to, to, to be in a welcoming environment. And I Indeed. think that um, anyone that goes over to the Department of Human Services for help and feels wanted and feels the their whole welcoming um, um, environment. It's a. Uh, I know they've done a lot of training over there related to it, but it's just a. It's it says a lot about our 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 county government. So. Very pleased with that. I'm looking forward to talking more in detail. I'll be uh, sure with, to tune in. That's going with, to be a great conversation. It certainly is. And so um, I think last night there were uh, there were uh, some awards for humanitarian service. Oh, the uh, Human Rights Awards. Human Rights Awards. Yes, yes. So, yeah, we honored uh, three individuals and three different organizations who promote Arlington's cultural diversity and are working to ensure uh, equal opportunity for everyone and to recognize people who have fought for the recognition of, of rights for individuals and groups. So these awards are named after former uh, county board member Jim Hunter, who served mm -hmm. in, the, uh, in the 1990s 
and who uh, unfortunately passed away at a young age in, in, in his late 50s. Uh, but he himself was a humanitarian. These awards are given out annually in his honor. And we honored a former member of the county board, Walter Tejada. We also honored uh, the League of Women Voters, uh, the Ethiopian Development Council. Uh, we honored uh, Lim Sean, who has been, he's a 10th grader at Washington Liberty, who wow. is this amazing uh, advocate for LGBTQ is- uh, uh, issues. Um, he is transgender and uh, was able to successfully navigate this um, at a very, very young age, uh, you know, coming to that identity in middle school and becoming a nationally known advocate. Wow. And at the ripe uh, old age of being a 10th grader oh is, is so much more polished than I'll ever be. So uh, he was very impressive. And um, I'm sure if people can want to go to the uh, county's website. I'm sure it's up there already as well. But that says a lot about our community that we have that award. And I and I just loved the lake great Jim Hunter. And speaking of potholes, he actually, when he was on the county board, I had a complaint and he actually came out to my street and little did I know uh, how, you know, what, what what a wonderful person he was. He, he ended up getting me to come on a couple of commissions. Oh, yeah, so that was Jim's way. That exchange. was his way. <laughs> yeah, I guess I got my pothole fixed, but uh, it was a <laughs> quid pro quo. Oh, well, you know, we, we can now, you know, we've now advanced where you don't need a county board member to come out to see the pothole. You can report that through an app and it can be fixed really quickly. Yeah, and that's our county. I mean, very much on technology. So, but uh, yeah, and um, I just, I know your county board, the county, the schools are separate, but I just want to say that we do have some great, great um, um, philanthropy going on in our schools. And we had uh, some students from uh, the uh, Key Club of um, uh, Yorktown okay. who came on and they were very impressive. So we it just spreads all across this country. Indeed, this, this county. indeed. And so um, we talked about the nonprofits, we talked about the county government. Let's talk about the, the corporations. Oh, and, uh, yeah, corporations. <laughs> we know corporations, uh, you know, they need to do their part in terms of philanthropy. And uh, we hear a lot in the news about corporate philanthropy. We hear a lot about uh, uh, community give back programs and things that corporations do. But I have to, of course, start with our newest community member. Mm-hmm. Amazon, and you were right in the, the thick of it in terms of uh, all of the negotiations. Once uh, we it was awarded to Arlington, there's just a lot that you had to do, and we've. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to turn it over to you. You're going to turn it comment, over to me, okay? So you know, actually, uh, if it, you know that we're 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 doing this show on Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. and uh, on Saturday the 14th, we actually have a land use proposal by. Uh, Amazon for their HQ2 headquarters. So that's when the board is going to be considering their plans for the buildings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and also the street layout and the uh, community benefits that are coming from it. And the reason I bring that up is because uh, from Amazon and Arlington, as part of community benefits, they're doing a number of things, uh, building a public park that's part of the, the plan for the neighborhood. They're also going to perpetually maintain it at significant cost. They are going to redesign the street network according to our plans. They're going to pay for those costs. They're going to provide public art. They're going to do uh, all kinds of resilience with utility undergrounding and creating buildings that are incredibly energy efficient, and they're going to help us with our community energy plan. And then in the 
fear of community and of affordable housing, excuse me, they are expected to provide a contribution of about seven and a half million dollars based on the amount of, of density they're going to be getting on the site. Uh, but instead, they are going to make a contribution of $20 million oh, for wonderful. affordable housing. Uh, so that Fantastic. is $12.5 million above what they would be expected to do. And this is part of what I think the corporate responsibility is, is to recognize that it's not just about doing the bare minimum. It's not just about th- thinking about of your bottom line and figuring out, well, what crumbs can come off to support right. community interests. It's really, really putting yourself in the position of a true philanthropist, recognizing that you get great value by, um, you know, giving of yourself in a substantial way to improve the community. And when you go twelve and a half million for housing, for example, above what you're expected, uh, that's an important step forward. And they by no means are the only corporate philanthropists of note in our community. Absolutely. Uh, we've got small businesses who mm-hmm. are regular supporters of nonprofits and individuals who do it without fanfare. They'll never yes. get a press release. They'll never get a public hearing about it. We value them just as much. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, the, the whole corporate uh, ethos of, of being involved in this is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Successful communities are ones where your uh, adults get it, where your children get it, but also where your corporate partners get it. And uh, that's what we're trying to build here in Arlington. And you're doing a fantastic job of it. And um, beyond our, our government and our nonprofits and our individual our, uh, corporations, there's the individual citizen. So we have about a minute left, and I want to – if you have any comments on – just in terms of well, you know this, and this is tough because individuals have to give so much to their families, mm-hmm. to their jobs, and in a high cost of living area, we know that people don't necessarily, even if they have a high income, don't necessarily have a lot of disposable income, and very few of us have disposable right. time. Right. But it's not about how much you do; it's it's just a matter of figuring out what you can do. That's right, and uh, and and getting out there and doing it. So. I know sometimes uh, it's a barrier for people to say, well, oh, I can't do that much. But it's not a matter of doing that much. It's it's whatever little you can do um, is going to be exceedingly important to someone who can benefit from it. So I encourage everybody to look inward and figure out what they can do themselves and just know that on the other end, it will be res- it will be very much appreciated. And then you get the benefit in return of knowing that you've done the world a solid. All right. Well, I'm going to let that be the last word. Uh-oh. Thank you okay. so much, Christian, for being on the show. Well, well you are just can, a can I say can I say something if we have time? Sure. I, I I first of all just want to commend you for um, your career in philanthropy, your your wonderful stewardship of the Community Foundation, but then also in sharing your lessons learned and inviting listeners to uh, hear the wonderful stories from people who are involved in this work. You are doing the community a solid. I want to thank Mr. Dorsey for joining us today. And I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today. If you have ideas for future topics and guests, please email us at yourphilanthropymatters at gmail.com. This is your host, Wanda Pierce, signing off until next week. And always remember, your philanthropy matters. <laughs>